You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. And we're back with NPR Radio with your hosts, Cinnamon and Sugar. What? <laughs> Welcome to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. I'm your host, Sugar and Cinnamon. Yeah, time's not here, as you can tell. Normal, typical yeah. time. He can't make it every week. He, who, I don't know how you have a host who can't make it. We may need to talk to upper management and see what we can do about that. Upper management. Huh. Upper management. <laughs> I, I, the reason why I feel the way that I feel right now is because all is right in the world, Gary. I'll tell you what I mean by all is right in the world. San Francisco beat the Arizona Cardinals 45 to 22. The Dallas Cowboys, Gary, lost this weekend. Not only did they lose, but they lost like significantly bad. I think it was 31 to 10. Like the Buffalo Bills just put on an absolute clinic in running the football, Gary. So I'm I'm high right now. I'm I am really I am living my how, best life right now. How is uh our friend Chris Harkey handling it? Because I know he you did not been answer, in his phone. He, he did not answer the phone one time. In fact, I even had a wellness check where I called his wife. And he took her phone and would not allow her to answer the phone. So it has been a really rough day uh, or week for Harkey. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I This is why I really dislike Cowboy fans. When we played the Dallas Cowboys, Gary, and my San Francisco 49ers, I talked about that week. Leading up to that week, I talked really bad to the Cowboys fans. I talked really bad to the Cowboy fans when we beat them. It was the only time I talked bad about the Cowboy fans, right? We go no, on a three game the only time. We got we go on a three game losing streak, Gary. And I hear from these Cowboy fans every week. And I'm like, we didn't even we played y'all already, bro. We beat y'all 42 to 10. What why are we why are we still having these conversations about each other when I we've moved on? We've moved on. We we hadn't. We don't. We 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 we've moved on. Correct. So as a result of it, we now have to say something about the Cowboys losing every time they lose because they want to mention when we we lose. It's just that they lose way more than we do. Also, too, shout out to the Carolina Panthers again for giving the 49ers Christian McCaffrey. I still have no idea why they would do that, Gary. Explain to me why would you do that? Although they did come away with a win, Gary, big one over the Atlanta Falcons, nine to seven, uh, three field goals, man. Uh, I know it was a wet and rough game, but they came through and they won it. You tell me, did did they think he was done, uh, or did they? I mean, I know he was a salary cap casualty, but that's a hell of a piece to build behind or around, Gary. Well, I will say, as you have learned, you personally, as Steve Smith has learned personally, um, multiple players in that franchise have learned personally. Uh, they don't keep players around long enough. Uh, they like salary cap dumps. They think they got enough out of you and they let you go. Um, and they all go on somewhere else and do well. You can even throw Julius Peppers in that ring, too. Uh, there's so many players that have been let go and not that are key players in their history of Carolina, and they went on and do big things at other teams or done well for other teams, and it just doesn't make sense. Uh, like, I know time is mentioned. I think that DJ Moore trade is going to go down as one of the worst, but it all depends on how Bryce Young plays. If Bryce Young has a bounce back here next year, that won't even be a question anymore yeah. because do yeah. I think he will? No, because they need yeah. a lot of help. Yeah, what's a bounce back here, Gary? Uh, win seven What's a games. bounce back gear for Bryce Young? Win seven games and he looks like a competent quarterback. Okay. That's a bounce back year, not a lost rookie quarterback. Uh, and I will go on record and say I was a bigger fan of Bryce Young than C.J. Shroud. 
I don't. I still think Bryce Young has talent. I think C.J. Stroud has is got a better team around him. Even though the Texans don't have a great team, they have better players around them, and they're putting them in better position to win with their head coach over there. And then what Carolina's been doing because Carolina's O line is garbage, and that makes a big hindrance on them. Uh, I saw an interesting stat, whether it's true or not, I don't know because I haven't fact checked it, but. Uh, it said Carolina Panthers have allowed like uh, have like or like the fifth best defense allowing yards per game. Oh wow! But that's because it's short fields and all that kind of stuff and turnovers, so they can still give up points, but they don't give up a lot of yards because they don't have much yards they have to give up, which is crazy because that just shows how bad the offense actually is. But they got to win. I don't know if you did. You see any pictures? Of, of the, the stadium. Stadium. Oh my gosh. Look, I, I, I want to tell you something. And this is the honest truth, Gary. This is the honest truth. And and you have to understand. I really want you to listen to me on this, Gary, for the consumer. This is great for the consumer. I'm gonna tell you why, Gary. If I've never been to an NFL game in my life, I now have an opportunity to take my kid because it's affordable. It is affordable. It doesn't matter who the team is. I can now say that I went to a football game and it was for everybody always complained about ticket prices, Gary, you, me, everybody, but we complain about those ticket prices because those tickets uh, are seeing good teams. Now, if I wanted to say, Hey, Gary, I've never been to an NFL game in my life. For Christmas, I'm going to take you to a football game, and I can pay $15 a seat and take you to an NFL game, and we can have a time of our life. But any on any given day when that team's good, those seats aren't $15, $20, Gary. They're not giving you those seats at college prices. So, yes, I did see a picture of the stadium. I was a little disappointed that it wasn't packed because if those tickets – if people complain about ticket prices, Gary – all the time. When that team is terrible, that's when the biggest crowd should be there because the tickets are cheap. So I will say um, I think it's a disappointment to the Panthers team because I can, I live through this so I can actually stand by this by playing for Carolina and playing for Cleveland. Cleveland, we went through a season where we won one game the whole year, and we never had a showing like that. Our stadium was always at least – 80% sold out. No matter what, even in that season where we only won one game. Like, I think that's, that's a discredit to the team. Uh, and that's, and when, when owners see that, you're going to, that's when put the city will complain when the owner sees that type of show out and they're talking about moving the team. That's, that, that's what this type of stuff leads to. And then you're going to see the city of Charlotte complain about, oh, the owners wanting to leave. But, you got if you're supposed to support the team no matter what. That's that's just how it works. You see teams do that all the time that are terrible. Their teams still sell, get they don't ever look like that. But I can I completely understand the fan base too. I understand, hey, they're a terrible team. You don't want to go it was rainy, it was a miserable day to go to that game. So I can understand that. But now you're giving ammo for the owner to think about moving the team now because hey if we can't get people in the stands i'm losing all this money i'm i'll I'll move somewhere else that people care and that's when you'll lose your professional teams jacksonville has the same issue too and jacksonville's been winning so like that's 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 the crazy thing and fans don't understand that and owners don't care (laughs) they don't care about the city they'll they'll move like at least when you had Jerry Richardson, he's from that area. He was all about the city. I don't think he ever thought about moving. Tepper don't care. He'll 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 leave. It don't matter to him. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't have a problem with with whether they stay or whether they go. It doesn't affect me one right. way or another. I do understand. I I'm I'm talking about these ticket prices, Gary. I'm yeah. talking about why the stadium isn't sold out when you know fan after fan we talk about how embarrassing it is that these ticket prices are so expensive and so like hey i would go and support if they was if if they was affordable well you know you could buy a ticket to a carolina panther game for just a dirty t-shirt 
off your right. back right now. So why why aren't those stadiums filled, Gary? Why isn't this stadium filled? Because these tickets are now affordable. I mean, you you probably it's still professional football, Gary. They're just not playing winning football. So you now have a and they won today. So no, you would have had an opportunity to see a rare win, one, and two, you would have had an amazing time for the best bang of your buck because it was a nail biter all the way down. It was a nine seven win, but again, it was it was still a good game. You literally probably could have sit on the front row if you wanted. That's what I'm saying. You could have had amazing seats for fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It is. It's crazy to me. That's why. I, that's why I brought up the correlation between the Browns and Panthers with us having one win and we still were selling out. Like that's just show. And, and prices didn't get cheap that I know of. I don't. I, I never looked at the prices or anything of the tickets because I didn't get tickets. But uh, we were still selling out. We were still having full stadiums. Like I think that's just a testament to. But it's all again. I know you can say it's. Newer, but they are one of the newer franchises. Them and Jacksonville are the newest ones that came in. So, like, Cleveland has the built tradition from the 60s. So, like, 50s, whatever you want to say. All that time, you have Green Bay has the built-in traditions. So, like, Carolina has to do it. But at some point, if you want to keep your team, you got to go to these type of games and you got to keep them sell out. Or the owner will just move them. And then you'll complain that, oh, we don't have a team no more. And then there's nothing you can do about it. Then it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I just, I, I just love to see people take more advantage of the ticket prices and them I being agree. cheap, um, regardless of 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 who's coming into town. There's a few games left, and I want to encourage you if you've never been to an NFL game, now is the time. That's what I liked about. Back in the days, Gary, I mean, I never got a chance to attend an NBA basketball game because I didn't have the funds to attend an NBA basketball game. And the Memphis Grizzlies was not in Memphis until 95. So the younger me wouldn't have had an opportunity. But, like, I understand, like, we could we can now, like, if your basketball team or NBA team is doing really, really bad, you can now afford to take them to a basketball game and have a night out and have that memory for the rest of your life. Why not take advantage of these ticket prices of these teams? I agree. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty sure, Gary, if that that may be something that we should do, Gary. We should film a TV show where we go around and see how much it costs to to travel around and watch the really good teams and then travel around and watch the really bad teams and see what the price difference is sitting in the same area at each. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, so better I, was, to be, I better be very interested. Especially if you go the Carolina Panthers this year versus the Carolina Panthers is a Super Bowl year. I bet those prices differ greatly season-wide or long. Um, yes, I would say you had the same, you had the same idea with like basketball, which I don't think they lower their tickets as much, but like the Pistons were on a 20 plus game losing streak. I think they still are. I don't honestly know, but that is something their their tickets. I actually just looked them up. If you wanted to go to the game on the 18th of whatever, it's still $150 for decent tickets. Okay. But, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why, like, like you said, you can go to these type of games and get it cheap. Why not just go? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It. Because we always complain about ticket prices and how expensive things are. Well, if you got a team that's always bad or very similar to being bad, you, you don't have the same problem. And I know for a fact that there's been a ton of people complaining about uh, the cost of PSLs and the cost of tickets, season tickets, and all of that. Hell, if they have a bad season, you just wait until they're playing bad, and then you can go for ten dollars. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like I, I just, especially if your team has a history, Gary. 
True. I mean, you know that in, being in Cleveland. <laughs> that is true. But they're doing well right now, though. They're doing better than Pittsburgh is right now. Uh, yeah, I couldn't have. I didn't want to miss that shot. <laughs> uh, uh, but I want to I change subject real quick. I want to talk about this movie. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but a movie I just watched on Netflix. Uh, D, have you seen the movie Leave the World Behind? I have. Okay. I, well, I don't want to give any spoilers to people, but don't waste your time. Bird Box. Terrible movie. That's all I'm going to say. Bird, bird Box. People are like, oh, I like it. All like, No, the movie's bad. Bird, and bird it ruins box. the box. The whole bird, movie. Bird Box, Gary. That's what it was. It's Bird Box. Just, it was a it was a really good concept all the way up until you figured out what the hell was going on and you was like this is stupid. And then the this ending is, is just stupid. Just ruins it even the, more. The ending is bird box. I, it's it it is, it is absolutely. You just like wait what? Ridiculous, Gary. I was very but, disappointed that I wasted that much time. On dude, I I fell asleep, and I got the ending explained to me, and I was like, there's no way. And my wife goes, yeah, that's that, that's it. And I go, there's no way. There's no way. They didn't just bird box me. There's no way. Yeah, bad, 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 bad. Don't waste your time. For yeah. those of you that are out here listening, do not waste your time on Leave the World Behind. If anybody tells you that they liked it, it was good, it was, oh, it was provocative in the way they ended it. On, no, they're lying to you. It's not entertaining. It was very boring. It is not very good. Okay. Gary, I, I need... just had to get that ran out. Sorry. Okay, Gary, I need you to rank. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I need you to rank these movies and TV shows. Okay. okay. And I need you to rank them in order of one, two, three, four, and five. Okay. We'll, 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 I'll, I'm gonna give you five names. Okay. Et. Goonies, Stranger Things, Super 8, and Order, Sandlot. Those are your those are your movies. Rank them in order of greatest of all time. All right, let me write these down again. So we got Sandlot, Stranger Things, Super 8. Super 8, E.T. and Goonies. E.T., Stranger Things. Goonies. Goonies, okay. Rank yeah, up and if, one if to you, five. If you want to, you can throw in Big Trouble in Little China. All right, Big You trouble. see the theme here? It's a bunch of kids. Uh, well, Big Trouble Little China is not, so. With the little Chinese kid, that, that wasn't a crew of kids? No, it, the the main character is not kids. Okay, well we'll leave them out. We'll leave okay. them out. Them out. But so that's all kids. Um, I know that the Stranger Things is the only one that's not a movie that's mm-hmm. in this. But I, I'd love to hear what order you'd rank them and why. Okay. Well, because it's not a movie. I'm gonna put Stranger Things as one because I have I get more time with it. So you I get more start, time. With you, it. you should start with five and work your way to one. All right. Man. Well, I'll work my way from five to one, even though you know Stranger Things is one. Um, five <laughs> is Super Eight. Okay. I, why Why did you put Super Eight at five? Um, I will say the movie is something I didn't expect, but they didn't give me enough in okay. the movie. They I left too much it. of secret type stuff, and I wanted to learn more about the history of the. If you haven't seen it, there's an alien that comes that's transported by train. There's a spoiler alert. I wanted more history on the alien. Uh, there wasn't. Okay. Um, so Super Eight would be number five. Number four would be E.T. I believe that's back to back Spielberg movies. Um, Whoa. I believe. E.T. is four. E.T. is four. Wow. Um, wow. E.T. was a movie I watched, but it was never one I was in love with. I know it's your daughter's favorite, so tell her oh, to grow up. Man. Um number three is Sandlot. Oh, okay. Iconic. So many lines that people still say today. Don't waste your time with Sandlot too. Trash. 
just trying to make money <laughs> off the name. Don't waste your time. Yeah, they number, obviously got Gary. <laughs> number two is Goonies. Yeah. Which, if Stranger Things wasn't on this list, Goonies would be number one. Um, Goonies is such an iconic movie. It is so good. Now, obviously, if you haven't seen it recently, parents, and you want your kids to watch it, there's a lot of cussing in it. So prepare yourself that yes, you don't want to surprise your kids. Uh, there is a lot there of cussing. There is a lot in of cursing. Yes. And then uh, Stranger Things would be one just because, and solely because you get more time in the world of Stranger Things because it's a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was gonna I was gonna mention another show that's very similar, but I'm not sure you've seen Yellow Jackets, but I've only seen uh, the first season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So th- there's not a lot of like. I mean, I guess, uh, but I've never seen, uh, but I don't think that's like kids of this age. So I was thinking of movies that had kids of that, or TV shows that had kids of that. Stranger Things is the only one of its kind right now, right? Um, I mean, 100, that's more of like high school kids. I'm talking about grade school kids. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, if you're talking about movie, it was on grade school. Really? movie it, it okay. the first half is them as kids the second half is them as adults so oh okay okay but i i'm i'm so stranger things is the first of its kind grade school kids that can relate to the 12 13 year old because if you look at goonies that was the same way you look at well ET. goonies had a good a good group of multiple ages like okay. the, there's an older teenager who was the older brother, and then you had a younger kid who was who may have been middle school, maybe a freshman in high school type age. Yeah. So, but you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, That's yeah. why I picked all those those movies to, because there's not a there's no there's no other TV shows that I can compare it to. We can't say Thirteen Reasons Why because it's high school. Correct. Um, what's another one that that I could think of that? I mean, you can't say Wednesday because that's legendary and that's college uh, or boarding school, but that's yeah. not. They're still high school, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, Stranger Things kind of check all those boxes from a 12, 13 year coming of age type situation. So it's going to be interesting what they do uh, now that they'll be in high school. Um, that's going to be. Well, these people are going to be 30 before they film the, the season finale of Stranger Things. It's outrageous how long it's taken them. Obviously, we know COVID hit and all that kind of stuff, and then the strike. But boy, this is—I'm not having any more interest in the finale. It's been five, four years. I don't know. I'm I'm burnt out now. Everybody a Stranger Things fan, bro. Everybody living in the upside down, just trying to make it back. Well, they're just gonna have to give us a good explanation of the time jump. They're gonna have to talk about the time jump and. All that kind of stuff. They can't pick it up six months later. I know they've already, there's rumors they're going to say there's a time jump and all that kind of stuff. But if there is a time jump from what you saw at the end of Stranger Things leading in the next one, if you do a time jump, you still got to show what was going on in the, the upside down too during that time jump. And that's but the I thing like what they've done so doing. far though, Gary. The way that they've tied everything in and Vector and how the connection is, that's really, that's a really good. Like ah oh, wow like but now what 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 you got to show us something else you can't be a one trick pony correct so I totally get uh get that I'm excited about that have you seen the Squid Game show that's on Netflix right now where they actually play the games so I've only seen the first three episodes after the Cookie episode I haven't finished yet I still have to finish it it's on the list um, I, I I'm glad that you saw the Cookie thing. Mm-hmm. Because I want to talk about that situation in general because me and my wife looked at it from completely different angles. Nobody. Spoiler alert for everybody. We're about to talk about the Stranger Things episode three. Not Stranger Things. The Squid Games episode three. I. Okay. We're giving disclaimers now. I didn't know that we was that type of show, Gary, but okay. Well, I know with you, you don't care. I do care. I don't care at all. So <laughs> this is going to be a really good question because I, I think I know you. They were talking about don't get stuck with the umbrella. Hold your ground because somebody eventually would cave, 
right? You get up there and you got stuck with the umbrella. Are you taking everybody down or you're going to take the umbrella and just give your chance yourself a shot? I'm taking everybody down. There's not a chance I'm taking that chance and eliminate myself. You're getting eliminated anyway. Yeah, no, but I'm already going to probably get eliminated with the umbrella too. You got a chance if you just one, go through with it. For one, that, that blows allow, my mind. Well, Nobody has a chance. So you got to understand how I would go about it. For one, I'm not going to be bullied into that. He got bullied. That's not going to happen to me. And that, that I think that would be the problem. Was like we would go home because I'm not going to be bullied into picking that one. I'm going to be the one. No, I'm going this one. Y'all decide what y'all want to do, or we go home. I don't really care. And that would be the problem for me because, like, those four, three people, they got to figure it out. I'm not going to bully nobody into it, but I'm not getting bullied into it. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Gary, I thought that that's the greatest setup and penalty for, like, y'all all oh, have I to it. agree. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I was like, man, that's fair. Because yeah. now, but the only ones that's eliminated are the people that couldn't agree. Uh, and then, like, the marbles, uh, well, you hadn't gotten to the I haven't got there yet, so you can't tell me. That's yet. right. That's right. But going back to going back to that, you're eliminating everybody because they gave you, you wouldn't say, okay, you know what? No. I'm going to take the umbrella. I'm going to go beast it. It's because not going to be a problem. at that point, you're already, they already know you're a pushover. So you already lost any edge you had in the rest of the thing. But you finna get eliminated anyway, though, Gary. So be it. The, so are they for pressuring me. At least I'm bringing them home with me. Because if I don't, okay, here's how I saw it. If, if I take that umbrella and I get sent home, well, there's a good chance they got the easier ones. They're not getting sent home. So that means I'm screwed. I'm going home either way. So at least I'm taking you three with me. Because if you three make it and I go home, now I'm pissed that you forced me to do that. I'm but you do know, victims. but you do know, at some point, somebody behind you is gonna settle and do the umbrella. That's fine. I'm the, those other three people that try to force me to do it. They're already going home too. <laughs> I'm taking names. Now, I'm not. I'm not getting bullied into that. I'm sorry. That's just not gonna happen. So you stuck on the bully aspect. Well, and then the fact that they, uh, it was hilarious. Okay, we'll race. From this side of the wall to the other. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard everybody agree to. No. Yeah. There's like three of you are at a disadvantage. with the, the person that said they want to race, obviously they have an advantage. And y'all are dumb enough to go for it. I think it's I'm, – I'm very interested in how that stuff was shot because some of it just seems like it's staged. Obviously, we don't know. I Gary, don't know it, if it is. I hope it's not. But It plays out just like the movie, Gary. Yeah. It seriously plays out just like the movie. So it was great entertainment. I, I love watching so, it. I just love the decision-making that they had to boil down to in terms of everybody having to agree because I think I would have given myself a shot because I'm off the show if I don't, I don't agree. Yeah, but if you do, don't, if you agree and you give yourself a shot and you don't make it, those other three make it, now you're even more pissed that you got bullied into it and you didn't make it. And now, like like you saw, everybody on his team hated that guy from then forward. Now, granted, he didn't make it past it, but everybody's like, oh, they don't want to go near him They because you cost all of us to have to do this. So now you already made a bunch of enemies on your own team. The, the, the reward is not worth the risk. That's a tough one, Gary. Oh, I agree. Uh, I will say the That's only tough. thing I don't like about the show, which I don't know, obviously, because I haven't finished it, but... There's too much uh, luck involved versus actual skill. True. So, like, I know they had the True. eventually coming it's up chance. The, the floor falling out of you. That's completely luck. There is absolutely zero skill involved on that floor holding your weight or not. So, like, that type Gary. of stuff, it takes away from Gary. it actually being a Gary. game show. Gary. No, 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 no. No. I, I can give you a spoiler alert. The... It, the state it's fair it's fair especially with the way that they came up with it and i'm mad i didn't think about this and uh um and squid games the movie and how they attacked this game on the show how they attacked this game on the show was the right way and i and and i the only way i can move forward is and discussing this gary is the to, to give the spoiler 
No, don't tell me. I don't okay. want to see it first. Right. So once I watch it, we can discuss it. Okay. Yeah. You go ahead and watch it then, Gary. Um, it, 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 it's, it's pretty good. It really is. It, it, there's a lot of chance. Um, but the phone call though, that was funny, right? The very beginning. Oh, uh, when he, oh. when he was like, I want to eliminate him. I want to eliminate him. And, and he had to make the phone call. And yep. when he, he answered the phone too many times, he was like, you got to get somebody else to pick this phone up. Yep. That was good. Oh man. I was like, oh, that's. They know somebody trying to get somebody. And he took that chance. That's. Uh, it gets better, Gary. The games yeah, I gotta finish are it. really. I the games are the games are really good. Um. So you so you're saying you're trying out for the next season? I did, that's not what I said. Oh, that's I was not just what asking. It sounded like you want to no. do that. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's not what I want to do. Oh. Um. Yeah, I. Christmas is coming up, Gary. Well, hold on. I actually another thing we had another show. I actually just started it uh, today. I haven't finished the first episode, uh, but the new season of Reacher is out on Amazon. I've never seen Reacher, Gary. The f- ever. You need to go watch the first season. It is so good, and the second season just came out today. It, so you've seen Jack Reacher on the uh, Tom Cruise ver- movies, right? No. Okay, so basically, Reacher is a former special ops military guy who's known for being able to do all kinds of crazy things and just a straight badass. Well, in the movies, it was Tom Cruise. Doesn't give you that vibe because Tom Cruise is five foot six and he's Tom Cruise, so he gives you a cool vibe, but he's not the Jack Reacher from the books. This guy embodies what jack reacher is from the books i would definitely recommend if you've ever seen blue mountain state for anybody uh it is the middle linebacker that is dumb as rocks uh he alan richens is the actor actor uh it definitely worth seeing reacher go watch it it's good i'm started season two definitely check it out okay so we uh we started halo um, I've I've heard so many terrible things about it. Ah, bro, I have no idea what like I like. It's so bad. I I had to go back and look at the video game. I was like, did I? I don't. I heard it was I, so bad. I don't. I don't remember this. Like that's where the aliens came from. They what? Yeah, it was a lot um, to take in. I couldn't really get into it, but I'll start. I'm, I'm gonna check Reacher out, Gary. I'm gonna check. You definitely Richard. should. So, Christmas is here, Gary. Christmas time is here. Christmas time is here, Gary. Christmas time is here. I I got a bunch of Christmas questions. I know the Christmas episode is not until next week, but I got a couple pre-Christmas questions. Okay. That gets us to Christmas. Right. How long are family members allowed to stay during Christmas? Um, five days. You got five days. So you got five days. So is Christmas the combination of like, okay, Christmas, the day after Christmas, you got to go? Or if I came on Christmas, I got until a couple of days before New Year's? Cause it, or do they come congruently? Like, okay, that was Christmas. This is Thanksgiving. I mean, this is New Year's, I'm sorry. Like that's, which is seven days away. I would say... Now you see what I'm asking? Yeah, no, I still, I would say the ideal time, if you have family coming over, 23 to 27. Okay. That gives you the day before Christmas Eve. That gives you two days after Christmas type thing. And then all that kind of stuff. I think that's the ideal. Or if you're, if they're, if they, if they want to celebrate Christmas back where they are, then they come before and they go home before Christmas Eve they can come before, do Christmas with you before, and then do their own Christmas at home, stuff like that. Or if you want to have somebody coming later, staying from Christmas to New Year's Day, that's a long time. Oh, that's seven days. Mm-hmm. That's seven that's days just, before. Yeah. yeah. And that's Christmas to New Year's. That's Correct. not any travel days on when they arrive. That's a, yeah, that's, you taking in a lot right there, Gary. Yep. Um, but how do you, how do you, Gary? 
if you a sicker family and you like, hey man, it's time for y'all to go home. How do you tell them that it's time for them to go home? I don't think you tell them that. I think it's you already have figured that out before they get there. So hey, how, when y'all thinking y'all are coming, all that kind of stuff, they give you dates. And mm-hmm. then if they give you dates longer than you want, then you be like, well, we're planning on doing this on this date, whether you're doing it or not. So that way they know they have to be gone by that time. Okay. All right. That makes sense. It's more because I don't think you're just going to be like, okay, you got to leave. I don't think that's the way to go about it. Oh, okay. I <laughs> I don't have a problem. Oh, I know that. you. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, that's people. why I asked you how you, how, how you would tell them. Because I, I was very interested to see, you going to have a bunch of people over for Christmas? Uh, just my mom and my nephews and my brother and his wife. Do y'all do like the traditional white thing where y'all let them open one gift the day before and then on Christmas let them open their gifts? We do not. We do all presents are opened on Christmas Eve and then Santa comes on Christmas Day for their presents. So what? Christmas Eve, you get to enjoy the presents from the family, and then Christmas Day, you get to enjoy the presents from Santa. So each day they get appreciation for from the family, and they get appreciation from Santa. Versus it being mixed in the one. Y'all have extended Christmas gear? No, it's just like when we, we yeah. did dinner on Christmas Eve, after dinner, you get to uh, Y'all have a Christmas presents. Eve dinner too? Yeah, and then you do the well. You just have your normal whatever dinner it is. We don't have like a big dinner. Our big dinner is Christmas Day, but you get to enjoy Santa on Christmas Day because if you just lump everything together, then all they care about is what they got from Santa. They don't really care about the gifts they got from their parents or the family. So this no, way, they care, they care about where they don't care where any of it came from. They care about the gift. Depends on depends on what, <laughs> who that title says it's from. So, so you're, so you're telling me that if Santa got a car versus the family getting the iPad, they gonna like the car is gonna be like the the the. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you're saying, Gear. If you said what? It, so the titling matters. Yeah, I think it depends on who it's from. So, like, because usually Santa, Santa is usually known for bringing the bigger gifts. And the better gifts. So Santa usually gets more. Ain't no damn way, Gary. No, no. I'm just saying. From from what I've seen from Santa, that's how it works. That's that's how y'all Santa work. That's how that's how most Santas I've seen work. (laughs) (laughs) And they may get one thing or something from that's good from family that they like. You're telling me that Santa Claus is dishing out the best gifts. Yeah, because they look for that's why they look forward to Santa. All right, Gary. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna let you affect my day. I'm not. We could just talk about something else, man. Let's just talk about something else, Gary. <laughs> Whew. What is one Christmas movie you have to watch every Christmas? Um you're gonna hate me for this, Gary. Gremlins. I, I, I thought I figured that could be something. Gremlins. <laughs> have you watched it already? I have not. We we are going to watch it tomorrow, probably. Um, I I usually try to watch it like as close to Christmas as possible without watching it on Christmas because I know it's not a Christmas movie. So I respect mm. the time zone. Mm. It's not a Christmas movie. It is yet. a Christmas movie. We've already had this discussion. Gremlins is not a Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. movie. You, they literally get a gremlin for Christmas. That is the gift for Christmas. <laughs> that is the definition of what is going on. Gary, it is very similar no, to Nightmare not. Before Christmas, bro. Oh. It's one of those things where it's that a horror movie. It's a horror movie, and there happened to be Christmas setting because mm. all the stuff didn't happen on Christmas. He just got a gift for Christmas. And I know, and it takes place right during Christmas, and it deals with all around Christmas. 
it, he got the, the gift, gift for, for Christmas. Christmas. He got it for Christmas, Gary, right? Correct. So if he got it for Christmas and they said, don't feed him before midnight, and he got it on Christmas, then this happened the day after Christmas. Therefore, the entire movie does not take place on Christmas. He just ended up getting a gift on Christmas. Therefore, this is not a Christmas movie. If I, if I remember but I, correctly. I, I shouldn't have to go through that with if you. If I remember correctly, you know he that. opened a gift early. And things happened all, all around Christmas. Hence why the other gremlins are playing with the presents and opening things they're not supposed to opening. When was the last time you seen this movie, sir? It's been a while. It's been a while. That's why we're watching it again here in the next couple of days. Uh, yeah, I would it's say a, it's, it's just like the whole Die Hard thing. Right? No, That's, Die Hard is not. Die Hard, just because it takes place, Christmas is going on, but it has literally no bearing of Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> but th- that that would be the same way with saying that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. Home Alone takes place during Christmas and is, is, revolves all around Christmas. That's the same way with Die what? Hard does not revolve around Christmas. Die Hard has nothing to do with Christmas other than it's Christmas time. All that the, is it. All they wanted to do was break into the house and steal stuff. It had nothing to do with Christmas gifts. There's, they wanted to steal stuff. Hold period. On, why why were they stealing the stuff? And why because did they the, because this the family time? was gone. They were because gone. All the families are gone. That's why they for Christmas time. Yeah, and it doesn't matter going why on a they Christmas were leaving, vacation. Gary. It didn't matter why they were leaving, Gary. And he reunites somebody for Christmas with his son. He goes to church for Christmas Gary, time. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 let me know, man. What's the definition? What's the definition of a Christmas movie? You you tell me it, what the definition of a Christmas revolves, movie is. Chris, it revolves around the holiday of Christmas. There's more than just it's not just Christmas time. It revolves around Christmas. There's Christmas references that's built into it and it deals Gary, with all the Christmas times. Gary, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Christmas. Frosty the Snowman. Christmas. You're absolutely right. Literally Christmas. It is literally the entire movie is Christmas. Christmas. And Gary. so is Home Alone. It's the three days before, two or three days, I don't know, two or three days, maybe the day before Christmas. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Okay. And, and why do you think... A Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas. Because he's trying to have Christmas. He's tired of Halloween. He wants to have Christmas. That's why he goes to Christmas Town or whatever and and brings that Christmas spirit to Halloween Town to make it Christmas. If the whole thing is built around the holiday of Christmas and bringing Christmas spirit. Okay. We're going to close <laughs> this podcast with this, Gary. I'm going to give you five movie titles, okay? Yep. And I want you to give me five all the way to one, okay? Five first to one. Mo- first movie title, The Grinch. Jim Second, Carrey or animated? Uh, You choose. The best okay. version of The Grinch. Okay. Scrooge. Okay. The animated or the old school best, or Bill the Murray? Best, the best version. Okay. The best version of it. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Okay. And what's another big Christmas movie? You're missing a lot of them. You have Elf, you have Miracle on 34th Street, you have Santa Claus. We'll go Elf. Now, if you go Santa Claus, I think Santa Claus is... There's, there's no other Christmas movie that comes close to Santa Claus. Santa Claus is like... The I'm talking about the one with Tim, Tim Allen. Yes. Okay. That's like the Stranger Things of Christmas movies. Uh, if Santa Claus was on this, Santa Claus would not be my number one. What? Correct. That's your five. Give me five to one. And this is Christmas based or just my favorite? Uh, Christmas based. Christmas based. Ooh, Christmas based. Okay. Christmas based. Christmas based changes everything then. Christmas based. All right. Five elf. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Okay. All right. Four scrooged. 
That's literally, that's literally Christmas, Gary. That's literally Christmas. Three Grinch. (laughs) There's no way. Two Frosty and one Rudolph. There's no way. And you went Rudolph because of Santa Claus. He he literally pulls the sleigh. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Frosty only comes out at Christmas time. So that would be why they're one and two. I put Grinch three because it revolves around people only loving presents and always trying to celebrate Christmas year round. And I hate that because of Thanksgiving people and then Scrooge takes place during Christmas time, but it also before Christmas, he's a terrible human, all that kind of stuff to people. And then he has to get visited by spirits Christmas Eve leading into Christmas. And then elf takes place before Christmas. They only literally have one day of Christmas and that's just when the, uh, they're in central park. Everything before is not Christmas. It's Christmas time, but it's not built around Christmas. It's built on finding a relationship with his actual dad. So I, that's why I think that's the least Christmassy of those five. Gary, I'm going to tell you something, man. And I, we should have a segment in our podcast where we, we do a thing where what's an opinion or something that you think and you'll die on that hill regardless of what it is like or something that's real controversial that you say that some people may agree or not agree with you but i i'm gonna tell you something and it may shock you and and i and it may just be me i may have a problem i don't know but i'm gonna die on this hill i don't care what nobody say here i don't i don't care what you say i don't care what the makers say i don't care what any scientifically proven or not, I don't care. Those shortbread cookies that are in that tin, they all taste different. I don't give a damn what anybody say. They do not all taste the same. Each one of those cookies have a different taste. The shortbread cookies that come in the tins, Gary. So there's nothing in this world that can change your mind. There's nothing in my world that can change my mind, bro. I taste coconut in one. I taste like just the regular cookie in the other one. You know which ones I'm talking about, right? They do not taste the same, Gary. All of those cookies taste different. I haven't had them in so long, so I couldn't actually give you an honest opinion. I'm telling you right now, I will die on that hill. That's one of those hills on Christmas, bro. That that look, every time I get them, I I always go after one of the cookies because I was like, I like the coconut in that. And my wife goes, they're all the same. They're just shortbread cookies. They they literally are all the same. And I go, no, they're not the same. They're not the same at all. This cookie tastes like this. This cookie tastes like that. And this cookie tastes like this. But that's a hill, Gary, that I will forever dial. Those cookies taste different. See, now you're going to have to have me go buy something to make, see how this works. I, I'm telling you, the, every one of those cookies are different. So if, a, if a scientist literally shows you taking the cookie, breaks you, them down. I'm, I'm telling you, Gary. They and I don't know if you can look it up if they're all the same or not in that 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 container. But I'm telling you that every one of those cookies tastes different. I I don't know if they've perfected the fact that hey we can change the structure of these cookies, make them taste the same, but change the structure and there's a difference. But I'm telling you right now. There is a difference in, excuse me, in taste in those cookies. Every one of them is different. So I literally just Googled on Amazon, uh, on Amazon, people said, do all the cookies in the taste, in the tin taste the same? There's about six answers, uh, mostly, but some taste like coconut. Yes, there are, but they are butter cookies. Uh, no, they don't all taste the same. They have a similar taste. But some have different flavors, like a faint of coconut, same taste like traditional shortbread and other little flavors. Uh, so it is a multiple people out there have that same feeling you have. And I, I would I'm telling you, bro, say that it's I'm, not I'm telling the same. I, I am telling you right now, bro, those cookies are Or you're talking about the ones that look at different shapes, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. I guarantee you they all have different flavors. Then. They got to. If they're going to different shape, they're not just going to be just because. My wife told me, she said, just grab one. They all the same. What? If you don't stop, you are disrespecting this shortbread tin, okay? First of all, 
and you don't your taste buds have been letting you down for years if they all taste the same because i'm for sure i know that this one tastes like coconut this one 100 tastes like coconut so i'm telling you right now gary we get that 10 every year and every year we get the 10 when i open it i'm praying it's not a sewing kit in the inside and every time i open it i'm like yes i always go for the coconut cookie and if for those out there that have the supreme taste buds like we we are known and born with that can taste the difference in the cookies and these danish cookies that come in these tins you understand which one i'm going after <laughs> well now i'm gonna have to try that um we are not going to discuss my different hairstyles because we got to wait for time to get back so yes. we'll review that on uh christmas day we'll be releasing the christmas Ooh, anniversary i'm excited the, about the christmas thing because so. there's some other things that uh We'll talk about um, our favorite gifts that we got, we gave, all yeah. that kind of stuff. We'll talk about what Santa got us and stuff like yes. that. Uh, we'll talk about all that stuff coming uh, next week on Christmas Day. Yes, and and what we'll talk about too coming up on the Christmas. And I want to, I'm gonna put it out there: is sex a legitimate gift for Christmas? I'll give a spoiler alert. No, but okay, that is how we'll end the podcast. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> We will go from there. Maybe time will be here next week. Who knows? But my my betting odds, I'm gonna say, are twenty percent. He shows up. So. Gary, that's not enough for a Christmas gift. No. <laughs> I can't wait, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We out. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast, featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.